we keep rolling just in case some nuggets come out in yeah, like yeah. the uh, the 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 after chats, which sometimes actually oh, sure, tur- yeah. sometimes turns into its own episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. No, that was great. You ask the questions that interweave. This is exactly this book I'm writing. It's the it's the interweaving of all these concepts and how they all work together, right? Because yeah, each yeah. one individually, just like podcast, is really powerful. But you add like content repurposing. You you add like yeah. influencer. Um, I mean, you could add SEO. You know, but but yeah, that's. I think that's really where the power is going forward of of being able to effectively pick and choose. And, and, you know, and, and strategizing on that. So hundred yeah, percent, there's definitely. no, there's no point in spending all the time creating one piece of content, putting it on a podcast feed and forgetting about it. You, 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 there. There's so much more that can be generated from it. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think it's one of those things and we keep repeating and repetition is actually so important because it takes so long for, for to things to sink, sink in. in yeah. Um, even on clients, even where like they said, Oh, I've explained that in a video before. No, keep going, do it yeah, again. Do it it's again. so, it's so important. I think, until that kind of clicks in your head, oh my God, I've created this 30 minute piece of content. We can actually use this in so many places. Yeah. And it takes a long time for that to click. It took me long, it took a long time for it to click in for me. Um, it's, it, it, it really is a, a mindset change that can have a powerful effect on any business, I think. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, it's just, you know, content becomes the currency of digital media. So, yeah. you know, it's like, well, you know, companies are the media. And I, I mean, yeah, they are. I, I don't like the way that sounds. I think it freaks out a lot of companies. It's more that you need content. Whatever you do in digital marketing today, you, you need content. It's, it becomes a centerpiece of everything you do. So there's many different ways of creating content, but you, you need to be creating it. So if you need to be creating it, why don't you want to get the most out of every piece of content that you create? And that's really, that, that's the mindset shift that I think once companies get, you know, I'm working with a big company now. Uh, they're they're a, a real estate company, one of the biggest ones here in the United States. And they do a lot of, you know, the Canva type graphics that their agents have access to, but they don't have access to blog posts. They're curating from other places. So it's like, well, why don't we, you know, we have, we have agents that blog, right? We have, you know, we, we have writers. We have people that have like decades of experience in, in real. Let's bring them together, create an internal content team yeah. and yeah. start to show up on Google searches, which we're not. And also show up in social, give agents good content to share to help them build trust and relationships. It's just, yeah. It, yeah. it becomes so important on so many fronts. And I think once you get it, yeah, every company should have, I mean, the bigger the company they should, but they should have like this internal content, you know, team or content counselor or whatever it is. It, yeah, I mean, it just makes sense. It's, it's every, every business, you know, instead of, you know, the traditional marketing in the newspaper or the radio, traditionally or TV, even as was done now, now you just need to be, every business needs to be its own content creation agency. Yeah. Or, get all or, the employees. Or get someone to do it as well. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's, it's, it really is just so important. The platforms will change, but I don't think that will. Um, our, it, it's always been that way when you think about it. It's just now we actually have, the means to be our own TV station, our own radio station yeah. and, uh, <laughs> versus when there was a, a gatekeeper before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and let's just to put you on the spot. Uh, what are your digital marketing predictions for 2021? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> We got it for you. We start with you, Neil. I don't like, yeah, I I hate being the fortune teller because there's so much you can do today that few companies take advantage of. It's like, why are you caring about the future, right? Do you have a podcast? Do you have a YouTube? Okay. Um, I do do think that, um, 
I mean, I see a few things. I think that, you know, the, the, the age of influence has only begun. That's number one. I think companies are going to find, they're going to also start redefining the influencers that exist around them and finding exciting and innovative ways to work with them to, to reach a, yeah. a number of different marketing objectives. That's, that trend is going to continue. I think also we're going to see a shift of companies that put emphasis on social media to creating discoverable social media. And what I mean by that is, you know, when you create, when you put content or create content for social, it's not really discoverable. The lifetime of a tweet is very short of an Instagram post, you know, but when we look at YouTube and when we look at podcasting, the lifetime of a content is very long. Um, It can go on. I have podcast episodes from 2013. If they were going to subscribe to my podcast, it would start a process of downloading every single one of my episodes. And a lot of people start with the first episode from 2013. YouTube is the same. It's, it's like Google, right? It's discoverable content. People go there uh, looking for content and they will watch sense. videos from a few years ago. So I think that notion of a content becoming a true asset is why video and audio, you know, YouTube and podcasting, I think more and more companies are going to start shifting more and more attention to, I, I think with podcasting, we're already seeing this, this new renaissance of companies that are trying to launch podcasts. I don't know how many are going to be successful. Um, but I, I do think YouTube is, there's going to be a renewed uh, interest um, seeing that, that content does have that long, you know, lifespan. Ever so yeah, yeah. the other one is, you know, it's, so I, I think influencer is going to be the social strategy. I think that long-term discoverable content shifting from social to YouTube podcasting is another strategy. I also think we're going to see more, I've been focusing more and more on, okay, we know the influencers of social media. We know the influencers of podcasting. We know the influencers of YouTube. What about the influencers of blog? So I get contacted all the time. Hey, I'd love to write for your blog. I write on these, you know, whatever sites. And it's like, you know, whatever, right? I, I don't really take them seriously. But recently I was doing a SEO audit of one of my big competitors and they were, they were generating way more traffic than my website gets. And when I did a backlink analysis, they were just, they, they number one, were doing a heck of a lot of guest blogging, like a heck of a lot of guest blogging. And number two, they, they, were they as out. in their order was uh, writing on other websites and they were getting links back from, from the other blogs. Correct. But, but yeah. I noticed that they were getting links back from really authoritative sites. And when I looked at the authors, it was a handful of authors that write for these sites that are obviously preferably giving this person links. So there's, there's probably a little bit of link swapping that goes on, as we know that goes yeah. on in the industry. But when you think about it, those writers that have been reaching out to me that write for high domain authority websites, they're influencers. They're content yeah. creators. Yeah. They are the, the, yeah. If you treat them as influencers like the Kim Kardashians, they can achieve amazing results. Because as you know, you can write as much great content as you want, but once Google starts seeing that other people link to that content, that is when you start really shooting up in the search engine rankings from my experience. So it's looking at guest blogging really strategically, but also forming relationships with writers, with content creators that write for various blogs and seeing them as influencers. I see that's it's actually something I'm going to be uh, recording a podcast episode from. I was going to do it yesterday, but I did the podcast. That's going to be two weeks from now. Um, but it's something I don't see a lot of people talking about. And I, I, think, I think we're going to start to see a shift there as well. I think a lot of it happens with, the, you know, they hire an SEO agency that's doing that work. 
Um, yeah. But I, I think that this is almost something that a brand should have internal capabilities because these are influencers. And then, hey, if you're going to hire, if you're going to hire someone, a freelancer to write blog posts for me, why wouldn't you hire these people who then can also, you know, we're people, we, you know, you need to have external links. Google loves when you have external links, they, they show authority that, you know, where did you get the information from? So you're probably going to be top of mind when they need an external link for something. They're going to remember you. I do it. Yeah, I just want to say, I mean, I'm religious. If people don't, you know, link back to my site and I have, I have guest bloggers and they want to link to theirs, I take out those links. I'm like, hey, it's, it's a two-way street, right? But if people link to my site, I recognize that and I try to, you know, I try to share their content on Twitter. I, I try to generate backlinks when it makes sense to. Yeah. So it's all, it, 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 it's all part of like relationships and networking. That's at the heart of influencer marketing. I, and like I said, it can be uh, applied to blogging as well. I'll let you go, sir. Sorry about that. It, it's, it's funny. It's like seven or eight years ago. That is something I would have looked at a lot. But the, the link by link strategy, guest post blogging. Um, and, you know, Google made changes to the algorithm, which definitely probably softened the effectiveness of uh, reciprocal backlinks, um, so it's it, it's interesting that if you you think that that that's coming back in in a way, but I I haven't it's it's to us it's something I haven't looked at in a very long time. We would do a lot of writing in for niche keywords. We wouldn't actually focus on the backlinks and then get just get the rankings around the, the niche keywords we found in Google Ads that were that were converting. Um, mm-hmm. So it's 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 interesting that. That you think that that that's like at the end of the day, how does Google rank sites? Great content. Why? Who's linking into it? If it's really good links, they're going to push you up. That that yeah. that's that's pretty much been there from yeah. day one, and that will be there till the end of days. It's it's very old school, but it's saying, yeah. hey, should you spend your time there, or should you spend your time trying to create graphics on Canva for Instagram yeah, where yeah. there's no link? Right. It's because I think that reciprocal links are natural. It happens over time. Yeah. So. I, I think that a lot of people, you know, and I don't know if the Google algorithm is like, oh, they just link back to each other of, of the billions no, of sites out there. I don't, I don't there think it's like that either. Right. <laughs> so you have to be, and I think it's all about the relevance. So I see like an SEM rush, my site has a better domain authority than this competitor, even though they get way more traffic. But, and, and I think maybe it's because they took this a little bit too far and they were getting links from sites that were irrelevant. Yeah. So what I'm focusing on, if they don't talk about marketing, I should not be on their site. If, if I look at, you know, what are the keywords that are driving traffic? What do they have authority with in Google? And something related to my site's not on there. I don't care high, how high of domain authority they have. I think that's going to backfire. So I think that is probably more of what Google looks at is the relevance of those links. And when they find yeah. a mismatch, yeah, that's what sends up the red flag. And, and also, I, I just want to say, it's not just the link reciprocation. It's the fact that these writers right for many sites. That's how you avoid that. Because they're like, oh, well, I'm going to, you know, can I do a link swap? You know, I get one from your site and then I'll get you one from this other site that I guess blog for. That's what I'm talking about. And that's what this person does because they have a network of sites they write for too. So it never looks reciprocal. They're coming from unique domains. They're they're more more of a journalist. (laughs) Yeah. So once you begin to do that as well, you begin to yield influence so that when someone contacts you, if you write for 10 different sites and they write for 10 different sites, you can imagine you're, you're basically doing link swap off of domains that you don't own. So it doesn't matter to you. Okay. 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 I think I picked you up wrong initially. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, that's what this, this person is really smart. And, and once I did the analysis, it's like, I know it now I get it. 
it, yeah. it made me look at it made me look at you know writers and 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 all that it made me look at it very very differently and, and like i said that is the key i think a few you know you get a few backlinks you're trying to compete for first page you get a few backlinks i don't think it takes many either a few relevant backlinks from yeah. pretty you know decent you know we're talking domain authority 50s 60s 70s I think that'll do it for, for, you know, for the extremely competitive keywords. No, but for a lot of keywords, for a lot of niches, Oh, it's a hundred percent. Like the, uh, yeah. the, the, the classic one, oh, this is going back years now was, you know, when you start to Google for click here, uh, Adobe, uh, reader was always first because every link for, um, you know, people to download the Adobe reader was <laughs> click here. <laughs> and you know, at the end of the day, Google doesn't care. You're going to get the rank at the end of the day, you have to convert when they come to your site, they need to stay on page. A long time compared yep. to the other results at the end of the day it's going to come down to your content but i do think you're yep. going to get more chances because i see so much bad content that gets top google rating from like five years ago i'm like why why is this outperforming me it's <laughs> it's the backlinks that that's the conclusion yeah. i've come to oh there's there's no there's no doubt about how important backlinks are i don't yeah. i don't think that that's ever under um under dispute i think that and it will always be the way it's you know that's the way they've they measured the importance of of content from pretty much day one like yeah yeah how else can you people are talking about it and it's got to be influential it it makes total sense so anyway yeah so um i'm excited to talk more about that but those are my three things i sort of i'm like eight minutes below before the hour and and i'm excited about this podcast (laughs) well we just got a second podcast yeah <laughs> hey, it was nice uh, getting to know the uh, the three of you. See you in sure. um, <laughs> And uh, let me know when it publishes so I can share with my audience and, and we'll keep in touch. Yeah, I'll send you over some clips and all of that and pictures are you in, and everything. In Dublin or in Cork? Are you in Cork? Cork. Cork. So, yeah. The, yeah. so the first time that I spoke at the Irish Management Institute, it was at the university there in Cork. It was at a hotel there. So I've oh, actually really? been to Cork once. They have a. Oh, yeah, they had, they, they had a partnership with, with that university. So one of my sponsor actually teaches there right now as well. It's a, it's a beautiful city. Love it there. Yeah, Cork yeah, is lovely. No, it's yeah. Yeah. You know really, the hotel really nice. that's right next to the river where you could Lee hear the Riverly Hotel. Yeah, Riverly River Hotel. Hotel. Yeah, yeah, that's my <laughs> Great memories. <laughs> yeah, it's a stunning hotel. Well, if you're, if you're over again with, and with COVID's gone, I'll buy you a whiskey on the, on the, uh, the nice little outdoor area they have yeah. outside overlooking yeah. the river. Oh, nice. Well, well, we'll begin the night with some Guinness and then we'll move on with whiskey. Yeah. So. <laughs> and All right, thank you so much. Pleasure, <laughs> Neil. Take care, man. All right, bye. take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Digital Marketing Scoop. If you haven't subscribed yet, please search the Digital Marketing Scoop at any of your favorite podcast platforms and subscribe. And if you'd like to follow us on LinkedIn or Instagram, just search for Click Media and Marketing. That's C-L-I-Q Media and Marketing. And we'd love for you to follow us.